Welcome to Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. I'm your host and chief goddess of the PASS Foundation, Annalise Corbin. We know the current model for education is obsolete. It was designed to create fleets of assembly line workers, not the thinkers and problem solvers needed today. We've seen the innovations that are possible within education, and it's our goal to leave the box behind and reimagine what education can look like in your own backyard. Welcome to the special issue of Learning Unboxed. This is a multi-part series that we are calling Hacking School. And today we're going to be sharing part one. So thank you for joining us. The disruption in education caused by the COVID-19 pandemic brought to light many long-standing issues around equity, technology, and pedagogy that reveal the current model of education doesn't work to prepare students for life or for the workforce. There's a tremendous disconnect between learning and school and applications in the real world. The ubiquity of technology makes rote memorization unnecessary. Data is at our fingertips, yet learning in school largely focuses on learning facts and not thinking critically, leaving students unprepared to solve today's problems. And yet the pandemic brought upon us an unplanned opportunity. As COVID-19 pandemic unsettled almost every aspect of what we traditionally think of as school, this disruption in education goes far beyond moving from in-person to virtual instruction. The pandemic has called into question our ideas about instruction, attendance, testing, funding, content, the role of technology, as well as the role of school in socialization and human interactions. In essence, the pandemic forced focus and attention on every aspect of what we traditionally think of as school. The largely quiet decades-long conversations questioning the purpose, quality, and meaning of education have become louder and more heightened since 2020. The pre-pandemic educational system was inherently inequitable in regards to race, disability, and income. And the glaring disparities did not just bubble up during the pandemic, but surged to the surface with the force of a hurricane. Many school districts struggled with obtaining and offering the most basic of resources necessary to reach and teach children. Teaching materials, technology, and training for virtual instruction, and the role of school in providing food and basic necessities was thrown into stark relief. Not to mention how best to handle the growing social and emotional trauma that only grew while the world paused at home. And yet through it all, there has been a growing call to return to normal. Ironically, we have a long history of wrestling with the idea of what is school. The late Sir Ken Robinson holds the global record for the most watched TED Talk of all time with over 71 million views for his Do Schools Kill Creativity talk. Angela Lee Duckworth's TED Talk and book, Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance, has over 24 million viewers and remains popular watch and read for most aspiring educators. And this list goes on from every corner of the world. One can find robust discussions, debates, and conversations about all the reasons why the present state of education is obsolete. But what does the data have to tell us? Well, Little dispute remains that the normal of the pre-pandemic world was not working for the majority of our kids. I would argue that getting back to a new normal is the absolute wrong aspiration. After all, normal in terms of global education was pretty dismal in many parts of the pre-COVID-19 world. 
Let's look at it this way. Prior to the impact of COVID-19 on a global scale, 58 million children of primary school age were not able or permitted to attend school. In 2019, just two in three children attended either lower or upper secondary school, and only one in two children attended either upper secondary school or higher education. And although huge progress has been made in the past few decades, challenges remain in reducing regional disparities and inequalities among secondary school-age students from different socioeconomic backgrounds. The data does not get any better as we focus on the United States. The U.S. has an 85% average high school graduation rate compared with 99% in Finland and 98% in Japan. And ironically, with one in 10 U.S. bachelor degree graduates in 2019 expecting to work only five years or more in their major fields. Pulling in closer to my home in Franklin County, Ohio, USA, only 41% of students start kindergarten with the skills they need to be successful in school. In addition, there's a 30% average in math and 35% average in reading proficiency scores in Columbus City Schools over the five years prior to the pandemic, and a 62% average in math and 63% average in reading proficiency scores in Ohio public schools statewide over the past five years. And this data is not new, nor is it unique to Ohio. We have been in an epic battle to be better at education in the U.S. for many decades. In 1983, the landmark publication, A Nation at Risk, The Imperative for Educational Reform by President Reagan's Commission on Excellence in Education first explored the deteriorating test scores in science and technology among high school students. By the mid-1990s, industry, politicians, and educators noted that SAT scores continued to fall, and trends in the number of students graduating from college in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math were discouraging at best. For the first time in the 20th century, American industries could not fill their quotas for job opportunities with U.S. graduates. This level of failure rate will not move humanity forward. These stats represent a single community and a single state and a single country. This problem is not unique. And in fact, these stats, as appalling as they are, are better than some places in the world. But the pandemic has provided communities with an opportunity to do better as an unplanned grand experiment. We learned that we can teach differently. We can plan and implement from the perspective of an entirely different paradigm. But we have to be collectively willing to let go of what was or how it's always been and recognize instead what's possible. So stay tuned for Learning Unboxed Hacking School Part 2, which will be headed your way soon as we continue to explore what's possible in the world of education. Thank you so much for taking a listen and for joining us today. This is Annalise Corbin, and I'll be back. Thank you for joining us for Learning Unboxed, conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. I want to thank my guests and encourage you all to be part of the conversation. Meet me on social media at Annalise Corbin, and join me next time as we stand up, step back, and lean in to reimagine education.